the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Um, listen. Woo! It's Friday night. (laughs) It is Friday night. Y'all have any big fun plans for this weekend? There's always lots of fun stuff to do in San Diego. I don't... I'm going to dinner and dancing with my lady. Oh, that's so sweet. I was just going to say, I know you don't you don't go to the beach much, but I was going to say, I don't know that I'd recommend going to the beach this weekend, at least not in Del Mar. Yeah, people are going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Um... 888-344-1170. And how come I always miss these shark attacks? I never see them. Well, because you're not as obsessed with the beach and the ocean as I That's am. That's very true. I, I do watch, like myself uh, anything shark. I uh, I watch surfing pretty much every day. In fact, I watched uh, surfing during lunch today when I was having a bite to eat for lunch. I love anything ocean, anything. Those you know. big waves in, uh, over like in the Hawaii area, so cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. I love big wave surfing. It, 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 who remembers when we were kids? I'm older than you are, so you might not remember wide world world of sports. No, I do. The thrill of victory oh, yeah. and the agony of defeat. I, whenever the um, surfing competitions was would come on, I would be glued to it. I've always loved the ocean. It's just I, I've been fascinated by it, equally scared of it. One of the reasons why I became a scuba diver was because I'm fascinated with the ocean and just wanted to explore it. So I became a certified you know scuba diver. So I'm endlessly fascinated with the ocean. It's my I favorite. Hear about the things you've done, girl, you've done almost everything. I've done. I've I've done a lot. I've even bungee jumped. In fact, there's a sad story today. That's one thing I won't do. Uh, you know, you could hold, I I said at the time, and it remains true, you could hold a gun to my head and threaten to pull the trigger and not scare me any more than what I was when I bungee jumped. I literally thought I was jumping to my death. That's how it felt to me. And in fact, I was watching, a, there was a story of a young gal in Colombia who um, jumped before she she was secured. And she fell to her death, 150 feet to her death. So um, I've done, I've ziplined, I've bungee jumped. I have not. Um, Zip lining is fun. Uh, I did it at the, it's the Wild Animal Park. It they they renamed the Wild it. Animal Park and that's where I did it. I don't, yeah, I don't even know what they call it. I'm not going to ever accept nope. it being called anything but the Wild Animal Park. That's but where I zip- That's a fun zipline. That's a fun zipline. The, the tower at the top is like 400 feet. It's pretty high up there. It's high up there. That is an amazing thing to do. I, I recommend that. If you're in San Diego and you've never gone to the Wild Animal Park, I've also done the enclosures, the caravans that take you down into the exhibit and you can hand feed giraffes and and um, I, I've done that. That's something fun to do too. So I would definitely recommend that. For Friday Fun Day a little bit later, our man Skins here has a little trivia question, quiz for me. Political trivia. We're going to be talking about news stories. Five of them in total. Only one of them is not true. So, can she pick 
<laughs> untrue story out. And let me tell y'all, I do not know. This is a legit. This is a legit quiz on me. He, there's nothing rigged here. He has not told me anything about it. And but it, he better not be too hard on me because next week I get to I get to test him. Oh, I I say bring it on, but we'll see how far. You know what? I like this. You have to do Star Wars research to quiz oh, me. I'm oh, loving it. Oh, you know what? I hadn't thought about that. No, I've never seen a Star Wars Welcome movie. Welcome to the dark side, AK. <laughs> I said that I was going to do a Star Wars quiz, but you're right. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. How can I quiz you if I haven't research, watched it? Baby. I don't know. I might have to change it and make no, it be like no, a no, no, no. Make it be now. like a Top Gun, gun, you know, twit. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. All right, got to get back and get serious here. Um, I, I, I am going to tell you guys what went on with um, the Paul Pelosi story as well as Tiffany Cross getting canceled. But I got I got to start off the hour with as we're going into the midterms and in follow up. I got to switch things up here a little bit because and follow up to Bob Walters amazing overview of what's happening in the schools, which is really and I almost think in some ways we need to maybe change the name of it from an education segment to just woke in America, because that's what the school's story is about, right? It's about the left targeting children in their minds through the schools. It's really about the the uh, the seizing control of the minds of children, right? And the damage that's being done. When Bob Walters reported almost a 600% increase in children identifying as trans tells you the left knows exactly what they're doing when they are targeting children, going to these young impressionable children at a time in which they're most vulnerable, which is the preteen years, little child years, as well as the teen years when most kids are are struggling with all kinds of self-esteem issues, targeting them, pushing them into transgenderism, and then mutilating their bodies. It's absolutely despicable and disgusting and it's something that we're not talking about enough going into the midterms right it's easy to the number one issue right now in the minds of voters is inflation and obviously that gives us a strong headway for the republican party but we are going to continue to lose this country if we don't deal with the culture war that's happening because that's really what's going to what the fate of the United it may be States more important. It is more important. The fate of the United States rest in the culture war. It doesn't rest in the economy. It doesn't. Why, Andrea? Why doesn't it rest in the economy? Because ultimately, everything that the left is about is about transforming us from a constitutional republic to a communist one. And how are they going to get us there? It's not going to be anything related to supply chains. It's not going to be anything even related to the the push for energy. It's going to be through corrupting the minds of Americans. When Bob Walters reports that at least 50% of kids want to live in a socialist country, when we've got kids coming out that can't read or write, but they're steeped, they have spent 12 years, 16 years if they go to undergraduate, being told all day long, being pushed for transgenderism, being pushed into, into hating their whiteness, being pushed into hating white people, being pushed into the CRT nonsense, while, you know, uh, you know, it, while at the same time that they are destroying our economy, that's how they're going to end up ultimately transforming us into their communist utopia, as well as the fact that they're pushing us, you know, as a part of the Great Reset. It's all connected. It's all connected. 
and, and if the Republican Party, if the only thing that they're going to address when they take over is, um, uh, you know, getting our energy sector back up, which is great. Don't get me wrong. That's not going to save this country. No, it'll still be game over. It's still going to be game over. You know who and you know who's recognized it? Bill Maher. Here's what he had to say about woke culture. Clip one. I am very much a critique, a critic of uh, what goes on on the fringe of the left. I mean, woke culture has just that's one reason why the Republicans are going to do so well in this election, because the left has gone super crazy with lots of that. The average American just never voted for, doesn't recognize in this country, doesn't want and pay attention to and doesn't. Yeah. He's not conservative, and he's fed up. Yeah. And that is on the ballot. Nobody's talking about it that much, but it is on the ballot. And the Republicans need to recognize that it's on the ballot and do something about it. Instead, I continue to get inundated by interview requests every morning from the RNC, and the only thing they want to talk about is the economy. That's it. Why? Because you don't want to deal with it with with the culture war that's happening. If you if you if you're going to win, why would you not take advantage of every opportunity to solve every problem? And this is the most major one that we have. Everything is tied to the culture wars. What what, what was another thing we talked to Bob Walters about? How they've destroyed our military. We're militarily neutered at this point. We're economically neutered. The brains of our children, as well as their bodies, are being destroyed at the same time that our border is completely open with a flood of illegals and drugs coming into this country. And every bit of it is tied together. And if the only thing that the Republican Party wants to deal with is the price of gas at the pump, it's not going to save this country. And maybe if Trump does announce that he's going to run on the 14th, Maybe it will continue to keep MAGA at the forefront, but he's going to have to continue to push about this. He has to earn it, too. He's got to earn it, too. And for him to earn it from me, it's going to have to be he's going to have to. I want to hear that the Department of Education is going to be completely dismantled. I want to hear that the FBI is going to be dismantled brick by brick. I want to hear what he's going to do, what he would do differently with the Department of Justice. I want to hear that the Americans are going to be let out of the gulag today. Someone was was uh, sentenced to three years in prison because he sat in Mike Pence's chair on January 6th. Okay, uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot. I asked you about a month ago. Maybe your answer has changed. Do you think he he does realize that? And do you think he's going to come out and say those things? <sighs> there are people that say that, well, you know, he really can't on the campaign trail uh, say certain things and signal what he's going to do. He needs to. He needs to. You can generically <clears throat> say that certain things need to be handled. Well, one of the things is, uh, uh, you know, uh, he need, he needs to. Because let me tell you, if if he announces on November 14th that he's going to run, I do not believe that Ron DeSantis will challenge him. And that means that Trump will likely end up our nominee. But that doesn't mean he'll win. That's very, very true. Because there's a, a, a decent percentage of Trump supporters that are no longer Trump supporters because he has not acknowledged his mistakes. And if he won't acknowledge his mistakes on the campaign trail, then they don't have any reason. This is what I'm hearing from people that they don't have any reason to believe that he would do anything any differently, that he would once again, partner with the establishment, 
that he has not he has not expressed one regret over these shots that are killing the, the killing Americans. Have you heard him? Have you heard him denounce these shots? Never. If anything, all he's done is cut down the length of time praising them, but it's still more more time than he's give pushing right. back against them. Right. Uh, I need to hear that that uh, none none of his family members will be involved in his his administration. He's changing his circle and who who he's keeping close, and he's going to do certain things to set America back on the right track. And that he's got a, that he's got a machine he's going to take in there with him so that he can do what what Elon Musk is doing. Twitter, uh, I think there was layoffs today of over three thousand people at Twitter, and that's what he needs to do. That's what needs to happen. There needs to be pink slips all over the United States government. And he needs to do it regardless of whatever the pushback is. Exactly. He needs to say, day one, I'm cleaning house. I am cleaning house. 85% of every department he is going to be do it fired. as easily as Biden uh, shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Day one. It's got to happen. And that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. I never, and this doesn't mean that I, that I hate Trump, you know, I, and, and, and what I, and what I dislike when, when, um, I, I said, I, I, I was the first one to pick Trump when he, after he came down the escalators, after the first debate, when it was him against 15 other people on the stage. Y'all know I've been supportive of Trump. But I also said when he went to DC, we've got to be realistic because he faces two opposition parties. And I and and my ultimate I don't advocate for any individual. I advocate for this country and I advocate for ideas. And we have lost our country when we are mutilating children. We've lost our country. We're gone. We got to get it back. And we're not going to get it back by kowtowing to the Department of Justice. We're not going to get it back by by uh, having the president of the United States having somebody tell him you can't fire your FBI director. Why? Sure you can. Yeah, I can. And I'm going to. And the best thing about Trump running for reelection, let me tell you what I do like about him running, is there is nobody else in this world. They would know what it's like but him to have the United, the entire United States of, uh, of America coming against him. DeSantis doesn't have that. So hopefully that means Trump will have a greater fire in his belly to de- completely rout out all of the. They, uh, what's her face wants to talk about cockroaches? The cockroaches are in the FBI. The cockroaches are in the Department of Justice. The cockroaches are in the Department of Education. The cockroaches are in the Department of Defense. And they all need to be routed out. The cockroaches are in the EPA. They all need to be gone. We're 30, and if for no other reason, we're $31 trillion in debt. What, what, the intelligence community, what in the world have any of these agencies done for us? Nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. What is the number one thing, our, 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 our number one role of our government is supposed to be keeping us secure, and they're not doing it. The border falls under Department of Homeland Security. What is Department of Homeland Security doing? Spying on us. In order to control what we say to each other and what we're allowed to know so that they can install who they want in the White House and in Congress. That's the, what the Department of Homeland Security is doing, which is my stink of the week story, by the way, that nobody's talking about tonight. Going to take a break. We come back. I am going to tell you guys an update on the truth about what the NBC actually tried to report the truth about Paul Pelosi. And then they took their story away. They hired a gal on CNBC or MSNBC. To attack white people, and suddenly they decided to fire her. What's going on here? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. 
The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just perusing like the odd stories during the break. Like the fact that feral chickens are taking over Honolulu. <laughs> What? There's going to be a new chicken government? I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, evidently there's just wild chickens roaming around all over Honolulu. Okay, why uh, is this not up on every... Th- th- that is such a crazy story. It should be on every monitor. If feral, first of all, I didn't even know what a feral chicken is. I don't I, I've heard of like feral cats, right? Can somebody tell me what a feral chicken is? Uh, it, 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 here's the story. This is evidently, I mean, this is like on Drudge, right? Uh, this is like supposedly a so huge story. So this isn't story. an onion story. No, this is like a real story. Hawaii's feral chickens are taking over downtown Honolulu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've been to Honolulu many times. I don't remember that the downtown area being much so of they anything. Don't, so like Spain's got the bull run. They don't have like a chicken run. Right. Children, uh, Chickens are wandering around like they own the place. Well, Okay. They just don't belong in an urban environment, says this one person. It seems there's no control over it, and it's getting worse. It's a feral menace. Aside from roosters crowing in the hours before dawn, the feral chickens damage crops, spread weeds, threaten native plants, and are a road hazard. Well, get rid of them. How do you let chickens and roosters take over your town? I mean, what kind of... two words for the people of Hawaii. Fried chicken. Well, Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know. We, supposedly the cost of chicken has gone up like a crazy amount, right? So For, use like the chicken a pound of chicken. Hand. Right. Honolulu residents who have gotten tired of the nightly noise pollution are taking matters in their own hands, literally, according to this article. Neighbors spontaneously joined other neighbors uh, to hunt and catch the roosters uh, that are keeping them up. Um, well, what about the chickens, though? I mean, are you not? A, can you not eat a feral chicken? I, I was just, actually just googling that right now. Yeah, I need answers because I have questions. I have questions about what's going on here because this just doesn't this just doesn't seem to make sense to me that, you know, that uh, uh, and Honolulu is like a large metropolitan area. Okay, that's that's a big area. It's kind of like uh, if you've never been to Waikiki Beach, it's kind of like Los Angeles with the beach. Okay, it's 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 like that. I just don't even understand. But Hawaii is liberal land. So maybe it's kind of like, you know, in India. They'll go, they'll go, they'll go hungry before they eat a cow because the cow over there is kind of like some spiritual, I'm, I'm not familiar with Hinduism or whatever it is, but it's like they can't, they can't eat cows. Maybe it's like that. Maybe, maybe Honolulu is so, so, you know, li- I have lived found yes. on backyardchickens.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People can go there. Someone started a thread. Can you eat feral chickens? Several responses. One of them, eat them. Yum. Another one says that. People hunt and eat feral ducks, wild turkey, geese, pheasant, quail. I would not worry about eating feral chickens. But again, do your research. You know what? I, I, Mama grew up on a dairy farm on the other side of Honey, Honey Island Swamp. And my grandma used to rain chicken neck and she'd pluck a chicken and cook it from scratch. I recommend that you take that feral chicken, you wring its neck, you pluck it. And then I recommend you marinate it. And um, so he's going to be like, what? And some. Uh, I want some fried chicken like, so, right uh, now. Yeah, I, you marinate it in buttermilk with Tabasco sauce to get nice and tender. You do a double dip on it and then you deep fry it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Everything of what you just said was perfect. Problem solved, Honolulu. We have solved y'all's problem this here on the Andrea K Show. Right here on the Andrea K Show. <laughs> All right. Speak, uh, this actually came from San Francisco Gate. So speaking of San Francisco. Uh, NBC did a report today 
that I probably what that ended up being deleted, probably under pressure from the White House and the Speaker of the House and third in line to the presidency, Nancy Pelosi, because it speaks the truth. All kinds of questions continuing to be asked about what went on here between these two men in their underwear and why there was no images uh, no, from helicopters above or, or in any way of him being taken to the hospital. We saw a, 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 a SUV backing up to the house less than a week later. Somebody supposedly has suffered life-threatening, takes a hammer to the head, and yet they're back home, 82 years old, and they're back home within a few days. There ain't nothing about this story that added up for anybody. And then NBC decided to come out and tell the truth like this. Skins, please play clip four. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. Okay, let's stop it there, Skins. I don't want to. I decided I didn't want to play the rest of it because I want to make sure you guys focus on what he says here. First of all, uh, let me remind you before the police show up, he calls and makes a 911 call, refers to the person in, in his home by his name, David. And his name is David DePap, right? He's in his bathroom and he calls, refers to this guy as a friend named David. So then the police come to the home, do a knock and announce. He doesn't rush out scared to death. He doesn't say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. No, he just opens the door in his underwear, right? Doesn't even put her (laughs) in his underwear, doesn't announce, uh, uh, you know, anything, and then walks back towards towards David DePappi, who says everything's good. So, of course, NBC has taken this story down. Now, the police go on to say, well, you know, he says here it's unclear was if he was already injured. How is it unclear if he was already injured? You, you could if he had been injured with a hammer, don't you think they would have seen it at the point in when he opened the door? Eighty two years old. If you've been injured by a hammer at 82, are you really going to saunter to the door and open it? Not announce any kind of emergency and then saunter back towards the other dude in the underwear skins. What do you make of this? I'm sorry, but things just don't add up. Kind of seems like something was, I'll just use the word, just seems like it was planned, Andrea. And then the police stand there and watch it, watch him get hit, watch a struggle and watch him get hit in the head with a hammer and they don't do anything? Again, doesn't add up. There's, according to him, 
rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. For for him to already be lying in a pool of blood means they stood back and watched him get attacked to the point where where they didn't intervene before he ends up lying in a pool of blood. And that doesn't even match, by the way, the other reports that came out that that they um, intervened when he and the other guy were fighting over a hammer. And where's the images of him being taken out via an ambulance? Where's the images of him? Where's the video of him being taken into a hospital? We're also, we're, we also know that the Capitol Police was supposed to be watching live and supposedly weren't. There's just nothing about this story that adds up. But I do find it interesting that NBC actually played the story and ran with the story today and then decided to take it down. What's your theory on why they ran it initially? Because this to, to run this story is to undermine is to is to is to continue to feed the questions that are out there because they're still under they know that they're still under the thumb of the establishment and they don't want to well, bite the hand that feeds them. Well, that explains why they would take it down. But initially they ran with a story that undercuts well, whoever made the decision to run it probably just thought, you know what, this is this is the truth. This is what needs to go out there. And then he was probably told no. Yeah. Yeah. There's something interesting going on with the legacy media. Uh, I've seen several stories uh, on CNN even where it seems like almost there's some semi-legit journalism happening. Yeah, and I'm not really sure if what's going on here with that. I'm not really sure... Uh, and and some people might be like, well, what does it really matter? Well, it does, because if you understand that the legacy media is in bed with the Democrats and everything that they do and every every bit of every story that they put out there is with the goal of helping the Democrats win at some point somehow. I don't know if this is they're sick of Pelosi at this point and there's an idea of, you know, we're, we're ready for our own regime change within the Democrat Party. And that's what this was about, why they ran with this initially, because this was not helpful. The reason why they took it down was because it was bad for the Pelosi story. It was bad for Joe Biden, who has hinged the entire closing argument going into the midterms, being about how this Pelosi attack was about Trump. So for NBC to run this, it's clearly what 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 C, uh, NBC did was basically completely blow up Joe Biden's entire speech that he gave two days ago about Paul Pelosi being about January 6th and Trump. Like I, like I said, I think someone at, at NBC wanted the truth out there. Then there was a higher person than him that said, nope, not running the story. Pull it. All right. It also begs the question why this Tiffany Cross person, this ridiculously evil, horrible, horrendous bigot, why she ever had a show in the first place and for two years did a show all about anti-white and then all of a sudden she gets fired. What's going on with this story? That's over at MSNBC, which is also an offshoot of NBC. Stay tuned. We're going to share that with you when we come back. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Well, she left that meeting and she dropped the suit. Call me up and said they're going to go all electric by 3035. Every other company has signed up to do the same thing. So we're working with the auto industry to transition to electric vehicle future. 
providing tax credits to buy electric vehicles. By 20, 30, 35, babies. I like that slow transition. <laughs> Great job. 30, 35. <laughs> In the meantime, by, by 30, 35... We gonna be paying what twenty nine ninety five a gallon of gas? Is Should that be with, with the Democrats in power? Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Uh, my stink of the week is clearly. Uh, 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 well, I think it's got to be Sunny Hostin calling white suburban voters cockroaches. But then again, this gal Tiffany Cross at MSNBC hadn't even heard of her before. But here's some of uh, some of what she's been spewing on her show. I guess Tucker, um, and she got fired. So I don't know if it's because Tucker did an expose on her. Because, I mean, nobody I know has even heard of this person. And, and, and I mean, who watches MSNBC on a Saturday, right? So, I mean, it, it, for two years, she's been doing a show railing on. And she's, she and she's, on CNN by, Plus. yeah, she, yeah, she's been doing a show railing against white people for two years. Nobody, apparently, nobody's been listening to it. But all of a sudden, Tucker did an expose on her. Here's some of the things that he says, um, he has cited her. Uh, as saying, uh, quote, many of us have seen the dangers when powerful white people decide they want something, they annex it, and they've never had a problem replacing the people who stand in their way, she supposedly said. Another quote, white replacement can strangle culture. So yes, we should all be concerned about white replacement. It is, after all, a very threat to our survival here. What do you say about this wing of white women who have been radicalized and are enablers to this very dangerous domestic terrorism movement that we've seen increase quite rapidly? One of the things that was uh, trending on Twitter today was dear women, right? These people have the gall to try to continue that. What was Cindy Hostin? Why was she calling white suburban women cockroaches saying that we're cockroaches going, uh, you know, to, um, Towards a can of raid or something. They, they're so <sighs> full of hate towards women of all stripes. Yet at the same time, they, they obviously think we're so stupid that we, that, that, that we're going to, uh, that we're going to have them attack us all day and every night in every way. And then suddenly think that we're, we're not only stupid, but that we're so full of self hatred against not only ourselves and our own gender, that all we need from the Democrats is to promise us the opportunity to kill our unborn and we're going to vote Democrat. That they can, they, can, they can destroy our young women by having biological men take away all of their years of effort and hard work, destroy our dream, the, these young women's dreams of athletic futures, that they can, that they can call us cockroaches, for, for our beliefs systems, that they can attack us and demonize us, that they can attack us as racist simply because we're white. But all but but they can they can get away with all of that with abortion. Because the idea is is that it's against our self interest if we don't kill our children. It's just how they can think that this is some kind of get out the vote strategy is beyond me. And I think that that's one reason why. When you think back to this clip we played by Bill Maher earlier in the show in which he said, wokeism is on the ballot and the left has gone too far. And I think that's what's going on with. I think that that's why this woman got. I think that's why Shepard Smith got canned. I think this why this woman's gotten canned today As I think they're I think that they're and don't get me wrong. I think that's why they initially played that Paul Pelosi uh, uh, story on NBC. 
because I think they realize they've gone too far. So I think it's about trying to manipulate the American people going into the midterms into thinking that they're going to actually adjust their strategy. When they haven't, they never adjust their strategy, right? I mean, they went public with this governance, disinformation governance board, right? And when they got pushback from the American people, they pretended to shut it down. Meanwhile, the Department of Justice is is going after us through portals on Facebook, right? That's what's going on here. They fired this racist pig. They haven't fired Sunny Hostin. She should be fired by ABC and Disney. They're not going to fire her. But this woman, get, because she's too high profile, but this woman, and because we let Whoopi Goldberg get away with it, but this woman, this woman's been fired as as a show. It's it's like a it's like a white flag, right? It's like a show to us that that the left really isn't really doesn't hate us for being white. That they really don't they really don't hate white women. They really don't think of white women as cockroaches when they really do. They absolutely hate us. So I think that the, I think that Shepard Smith and I think this Tiffany Cross. Uh, uh, were chosen to fall on the sword as a phony attempt to try to manipulate viewers as though these are legitimate journalistic out- outfits going forward. I, I I think that it was this clip. Some people are like, well, she did this. What? But what was it exactly that got her fired? It might have been this clip, uh, this clip here that Skins pulled in which uh, she went really ugly and nasty against Ron DeSantis in Florida in an interview with Charlemagne. Play clip three, please. Hey, y'all look like cousins. Joe, what's up to you? We need the culture that comes out of Florida, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Arizona's far enough away. Let it go. Uh, Tiffany, what do you think? One's got to go. I say Florida lo- literally looks like of the country, so let's get rid of Florida. Um, Ron, a, are you yeah. saying castrate Florida yeah. of the country? Seriously, let's castrate Florida. Here's the problem. Ron DeStupid, Ron DeSantis, whatever you want to call Florida man, he is so problematic. The people there passed Amendment 4, which gave returning citizens, those formerly incarcerated, the right to vote. He instituted a poll tax. He has done everything he can to keep black and brown people from the ballot. Mm-hmm. He traffics in stupidity and ignorance, and I just think they are a problem for the rest of the country. Let's get them out of it. So this was a conversation about which state has to go. She referred to what what uh, Skins beeped out here that she said multiple times was they referred to it as a, as Florida as the male part of the country. You can figure that out. This is this level of nasty. Can you imagine Hannity or Laurie Ingram saying anything like this and keeping their job? She she was this open and flippant with her hatred. Uh, because because this is she actually really represents the Democrat Party well. This is re- and that's why I think she had to go. Right. But don't be fooled. Her hatred for white people is exactly what the Democrat Party is about. Other comments that she's made on her show, and this is what her show was all about. Perhaps when you build a nation on stolen land with stolen labor, it was never going to be a republic we could keep. Good riddance to her, but she's going to emerge somewhere. She's going to emerge somewhere. Because this is, this is what the Democrat Party is all about. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Let's have some fun. Let's do, let's do, Skins has a little pop quiz for me. I'm a little nervous. Get your political brain ready, AK. Do I get a prize if I get it right? No. (laughs) I'll buy you a coffee next week. All right, stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. 
Okay. Don't stop because it'll soon be here. Okay. <laughs> it'll soon be here. <laughs> yeah. It'll be here better than before. Okay. Yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> and listen, full stop, it is gone. We really yeah. got to get her on the show. I know. She's got a, 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 a YouTube channel, Elisa Kurtz. I'm going to invite her on. I'm glad you paid that. All right. You got a quiz. Quiz I me, do. baby. The political headline quiz by DJ Potato Skins and how this game is going to work. Five headlines I'm going to read to you, Andrea Kay. And four of them are true. I'll, after the quiz, I'll give you where they're from. One of them completely made up by me. <laughs> okay. So we'll see how good you are. Headlines. Okay. We'll see how good you, you are with your imagination. Okay. Yes. okay. So as I read you the headlines, you can maybe uh, just think out loud and tell me why you think the story is true or untrue. First story headline, Joe must go. Joe must go. Uh Huh. I that would have to be about Democrats. There are some Democrats that want him out. There are Democrats that want him gone and want somebody else to step up for 2024 that actually don't think he's progressive enough. Okay. All right. What's your next one? So I'm going to go through all of them. And then after you've given comments on all of them, I'll make you choose the winner. Second one. We actually touched on this a little bit earlier on. So maybe it's a true story. Permanent daylight savings time benefits everyone. Oh, that sure sounds realistic, like a real story, because let me tell you, I, in fact, just you saying that, I felt that like deep in my core. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that. Give me the sunlight. I just felt that, man. Like, that's got to be real. Okay, but I'm not I'm not going to make a decision yet. Permanent. Okay. Di- okay. Next one. Here's one that I happen to like, whether it's true or not. I don't know. Actually, I do know. Tucker Carlson screaming in agony that he feels crime crawling all over him. Tucker Carlson screaming in agony, like like somebody thinking bugs are crawling over him, the kind of thing. I feel crime. I feel crime crawl. I don't know. That sounds that's that doesn't sound like something Tucker would say. But then again, he can be pretty hilarious at times. So I don't know. I'm going to asterisk that one. Okay. Okay. Next story. Biden says coal plants all across America will be shut down, replaced with wind and solar. That just sounds like something Joe Biden would say about coal plants. He's been promising to get rid of fossil fuels and anything related to it for a while. So, all right. What's the last final headline Mm -hmm. of true or untrue news headlines? Nancy Pelosi says if Biden is impeached and Harris is not ready and wanting She'd lead the country to the promised land. Okay, repeat that one for me. Nancy Pelosi says if Biden is impeached and Harris is not ready and wanting, she'd lead the country to the promised land. I don't know that she can as third. And if he is impeached, um, I don't know that she gets to choose whether or not, even though she's third in line. Maybe she can or cannot choose, but maybe that's what she said. Read that to me again. Nancy Pelosi says if Biden is impeached and Harris is not ready and wanting, she'd lead the country to the promised land. Okay, so here's my story. Joe must go. Permanent daylight savings would benefit everybody. Tucker Carlson says crime is crawling all over him. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden 
says coal plants are going to be gone. And Nancy Pelosi says if Biden's impeached and Kamala isn't up for it, she'll lead to the promised land. There would still have to be. I get, but she's still saying that Biden would, Kamala would stay VP. I'm not really sure about that one. I'm torn between the Tucker Carlson and the Nancy Pelosi. Um, I'm going to say the false story is Nancy Pelosi saying she'll lead us, lead to the promised land. We have a winner. You are smart, girl, (laughs) because the Tucker story was from the onion. Oh. Okay. Actual headline. Actually, right. You you picked that out. Okay, but that was that was still playing with me a little bit yeah, because well, yeah, it, it was supposed to be. We didn't. Well, we actually, you were smart because we didn't say that it had to be a legitimate Correct. news story. Just that you were going to pick from stories and headlines, yes. not whether or not they were real versus parody. And you still nailed it. I still nailed it, but only because. Um. I didn't think that you would do something wacky and weird like crimes crawling on him. That's where I thought that would be a nice. It would probably lead you to choose between the two of them. Yes. So very well done. Well done. Super fun. All right. Um, I, next week. Dang. Now now I've got to do really. You did a really good job Thanks. with that. Now I got to come up with something good for next week. All right. Hero of the week and stink of the week. Uh, I can't. I don't have a hero. I don't either. I, you know, I was going to say, and maybe it is, um, if Trump's made the decision that he's announcing on November 14th, I think that's good for the country. Um, that's what I got. Okay. Um, speaking of that, I got an email from a listener during the break I wanted to read. It had to do with uh, Trump running. She says, pray that President Trump learned from the past, did a fabulous job. If he wipes the slate clean, we'll be good. Uh, we know what he can do. Let him do it. DeSantis has lots of time after Trump. Um, I'm actually, I didn't get a chance. What I what I, I don't think I said earlier is, I think DeSantis won't challenge Trump, but I would love to see DeSantis as VP. Oh, what a ticket. That would just be amazing. Um, and then he and then he could step in immediately after Trump because I, Trump can't run for a third time. It would be this would be his second term. Exactly. So um, Uh, uh, so you don't think uh, Mike Pence has a snowball chance? (laughs) No. (laughs) She goes on to say, as for the time, always like the daylight savings time. Fat chance they'll let us do it. After all, we're we're being used using less light saving on energy bills. Yeah, that'll be their excuse. You know, girlfriend, they ain't going for that. True. She says Navarro referring to Anna Navarro uh, from The View. She is a disgrace for to her heritage she's also fat (laughs) thank you for the giggles um i think i'm gonna go with a hero from last week i saw a story of a man who goes up to a woman in a grocery store and he hands her flowers and a card and walks away and he's given her ten thousand dollars to rebuild her home in florida after hurricane that's pretty cool i don't know his name but i'm gonna go with that as my hero of the week all right and runner up is you for doing a great job on the, My pleasure. The, all right. We'll see y'all Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. I wouldn't swim in Del Mar. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.